for listening to this episode. My name is Jonathan Nato. I'm the executive director of the Accessible Computing Foundation, which can be found at theacf.co. Uh, this episode isn't necessarily going to be about the Accessible Computing Foundation, but if you want to find it, like I said, the URL is theacf.co, and you'll find uh, you'll find out about what we are. Uh, quick, shortly and quickly, what we do is we develop free software that... Uh, we build assistive technology using free software. Uh, we're looking at doing things on Android and with the GNU Linux and any other kind of devices we can get our hands on, making them accessible to people around the world. And there are 1 billion people in the world that have some type of disability. In Out of these 1 billion people, 360 million people are blind or have low vision. Out of those 360 million people, 90% of those people live in developing countries. Um, out of the, the remaining 10%, there's anywhere from 15 to 20 million that are blind or low vision people in the United States. Um, this is a hard number to really uh, lock down because some people that are considered legally blind, uh, if they put on glasses, they can then see. So it's really hard to uh, get a hard number of actual, like, Blind people such as myself, I've gotten a bad car accident, and I'm definitely not going to be seeing anytime soon. So, um, out out of the, uh, like I said, 15 to 20 million blind people in the United States, uh, up to 80% of these blind and low vision people are unemployed. Um, so these are just some numbers that give you an idea of what we're looking at when I talk about a billion people in the world with some type of disability. Um, you know, uh, the 90% of people in the developing countries that are blind, the majority of those people are blind. In Nepal, 99.99% of blind people are unemployed. So this is just to give you an idea of some statistics and what we're uh, going to be looking at uh, in regards to what I'm going to mention here in the next few moments. What I would like to talk to you about is... I guess I'm call I have a website called sonar-project.org and essentially what the sonar project is is making things accessible to people with disabilities uh, granted that's the ACF's uh main goal but there could be other things that the ACF is going to be involved in with you know maybe website design uh testing out websites for accessibility uh things of that nature but the sonar project is making technology accessible through uh, free software and or hardware hacking with Arduinos and even Raspberry Pis. <clears throat> so at the Sonar Project, uh, I've been working on a distribution called Sonar. And it's a GNU, a GNU Linux distribution. Uh, I have versions based off of Debian Wheezy, Debian SID, 
Ubuntu 12.04, Ubuntu 12.10, and I also have a Ubuntu 12.10 version using the LXDE desktop. And so what, what's the purpose of Sonar? Well, the purpose of Sonar is to bring GNU Linux to people using free software for accessible software and assistive technology needs. So what I've done in Sonar is... On any of these uh, distributions that you install, no matter if it's the Ubuntu or Debian or even the LXDE version, here are some of the things that I've created and, and developed and designed and put into the operating system. So first of all, all versions of Sonar can be installed by a completely blind person with no sighted help at all whatsoever. So I myself can install all of these versions of Sonar and I don't need any help at all whatsoever. So that's that's the first thing is bringing freedom to uh, you know blind people that maybe they can't get a hold of their friends to help them install sonar maybe they live on their own maybe they see their friends and or family every so often and you know uh, th this gives them the opportunity to install an operating system by themselves and not have to wait for anybody to help so that there's the first one of the first hurdles that uh, sonar can overcome next you'll find in sonar is obviously the orca screen reader because that's what's used to read the installation process as you're installing Sonar onto your computer. So the Orca screen reader is included. We also include a screen magnification for people that have low vision. They can, what I do is I use the, uh, there's a Compiz plugin that uh, helps with screen magnification. So I use that and include it and I get everything set up. I get all the keyboard uh, shortcuts set up for the magnification to work also. Uh, other things you'll find in Sonar, the first, uh, the other thing is a on-screen keyboard. Now with the on-screen keyboard, this is useful for people that have low motor skills where maybe they don't have uh, use of their hands very well or they can't really use a regular keyboard that well, but they can use a mouse or a trackpad or something or a trackball. So they can basically drag the cursor or mouse across the screen and use the on-screen keyboard to, uh, you know, to be able to type out things on the computer. There's an additional on-screen keyboard, which has the on-screen keyboard functionality, but it also has predictive text that you can build into it. So if there's some phrase that the person might say all the time, or if they're always putting in their, like, their name, address, phone number, or uh, let's see, just any maybe paragraph that they might say a lot, or things like that, they can, pre -pro they can program this predictive text keyboard to basically when they push a button it'll populate this paragraph or whatever it is that they you know that they repeat a lot so with one press of a button they can uh, you know have quite a bit accomplished already instead of you know hunting and pecking on the on-screen keyboard to you know type things out that they type out all the time <clears throat> um, also on sonar is a font for people with dyslexia now I heard about this a few years ago, and I wondered exactly how that worked. So uh, basically, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to describe this right or not because, you know, I'm blind. So, but I'm going by what uh, people have told me. So with this font, what they do to the letters is they make the letters they call they say they call it heavy. They make the letters heavy at the bottom because when a person has this dyslexia, apparently their mind wants to flip the words around and backwards and upside down and things. So when the, these fonts are heavy, and they're I, in in my mind. I'm picturing them like bold on the bottom half or something. And um, so, when the letters are heavy on the bottom, it tells the person with dyslexia. It tells their mind, 
don't move this letter. This is exactly how it's supposed to be, and it helps with uh, with that. So the, the font is included. It's not set by default in case people don't need that font, but the font is included in Sonar. Another thing that's included is a piece of software for uh, tracking eye and or head movement. So you could have a quadriplegic and they could be sitting in the chair and you can use any common webcam as long as it the driver is in GNU Linux, any webcam will work. Um, I'm assuming, I haven't done enough testing yet with this yet or not, but I'm assuming the better the webcam, I'm assuming the better the response will be with the cursor moving on the screen. I'm just assuming this. Um, so essentially what will happen is when you, the person though will need some help to get it set up, unfortunately. Um, that's the only thing right now. Uh, I hope to be working on this, but the person in the wheelchair will have to have some assistance to initially set it up. So once it is set up though, they can, uh, basically the, the webcam will track the cursor on the screen with either the movement of their eyeballs and, and, or even their head. So with the combination of the head tracking software and the on-screen keyboard, a quadriplegic could, now have access to a computer, type things out, ch read his or her his or her email, be able to go online, and, and do all the things that you and I, uh, you know, take for granted on a day to day basis. So, th this is some of the things that you'll get within Sonar GNU Linux. Th this is a, a very new project. It's you know not even a few months old. My goal, my end goal for me as the executive director of the Accessible Computing Foundation and also me being a person that depends on, on assistive technology, this is an important goal for me. My end goal is for everyone that depends on assistive technology to use free software. My goal is, even if they're not using Sonar, the reason why, I want to build so the reason why I'm building Sonar is to show people that it can be done and that's a viable option and it is a solution that can be used. So that's why I'm, I'm building Sonar. I would like in the long run for Sonar to become almost a development platform where anyone interested in implementing new assistive technology to choose Sonar as the platform instead of choosing Windows or Mac or whatever else might come down the road. I want Sonar to be that platform for people to come to and to develop on. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's lots of other things that I want to do down the road. I also want to work on making Sonar be usable for people that have like Asperger's or for people that have uh, like Down syndrome and lots of other disabilities too. Uh, I know I'm not covering all disabilities right now with Sonar, but like I said, in the long run, I, I my goal is for people that depend on assistive technology for Sonar to be the distribution that they use. And, and I believe this can be done. Uh, you know, no one... It's underestimated the people out there that have disabilities. Like I said, there's one billion people in the world that's being underestimated right now. And I want to provide something for these people to access technology that's around them. There's no reason this day and age that we shouldn't be able to give access to anyone that has any type of a disability to access even a PC. So... Again, that's that's my goal with uh, with Sonar and even the ACF. So, so, so these these are some of the ideas that I have with Sonar. Like I said, um, I also want to be able to tackle like learning disabilities in some way, shape, or form, and autism, and and things of that nature. And Sonar is a new project. It's young. It, there's still a lot to go with it. Um, I've been designing it now for uh, a couple of months, and. Um, 
the last I checked, I haven't checked too recently, but the last I've checked, we had over 600 downloads in 30 different countries. So people are using it, which is fantastic. And another goal is to find a way to reach out to these people in other countries and let them know that this does exist. And like I said, I, I, I just want everyone to be using this that depends on assistive technology. That That's my goal. Um, another thing that I'm going to be working on soon is I recently got a Raspberry Pi. And I thankfully was able to get Fluxbox pretty accessible. So what I'm going to be doing is looking at making the Raspbian and also the Fedora remix for the Raspberry Pi. I'm going to make accessible versions of those using Fluxbox. Um, I'm hoping to add the functionality that Sonar GNU Linux has into these. I, I don't know what to expect yet. I haven't even started. Um, I, I was able to make Fluxbox accessible, uh, accessible with the Orca screen reader, so that's a step in the right direction. Um, I haven't even set up the Raspberry Pi yet or anything, but uh, it's definitely something that I will be working on. I'm also going to be looking into building Android uh, Android mods, like sort of like a Cyanogen mod, or well, you know, it'll be a Sonar mod for you know, again, focusing on people with disabilities to have the uh, uh, the screen reader talk back working right away when the phone's turned on um you know to be able to make mods for older phones that you know to be able to put jelly bean on older phones that aren't getting the upgrades so these are some of the things that i want to be able to do for people around the world and so that's kind of like the sonar project is making all of these things accessible i've also been speaking with a person recently that uh, is in a wheelchair and he's done some really interesting things with the arduino and uh, I've been speaking with other people that know the work that I do with the ACF and been giving me lots of really great ideas to do things with Arduinos and Raspberry Pis. We, we live in a fantastic age. And I want to use this technology around us to better people's lives, to give them opportunities that they might not otherwise have had uh, without this technology. So if we can get these people online, who knows what kind of opportunities are going to open up for these people. Like with Sonar... There could be people like in India, China, any country, name any country, and they could build like tech support uh, businesses around Sonar within their community. They can localize the distribution to fit their community. They can re-spin it to put other things in it that I, I never thought of putting in, or they can just customize it to their area. They could start their own tech support lines. They can start their own businesses around Sonar. So not only will we bring access to people to the internet and technology, but we'll be hopefully creating jobs through Sonar and the ACF also. I'm hoping that uh, people are motivated enough to do things like this. They'll see the opportunity that lies. They could even start building custom software, like I was saying, within Sonar to meet people's needs and get paid for that custom work to uh, make Orca better, to develop some particular uh, piece of software for a certain type of disability in a certain area. The, the, the sky is the limit with what Sonar might be able to do throughout the world creating jobs getting people online getting people access to technology the, these are my goals Hoping um, that you you all hearing you know hearing this episode are at least intrigued a little bit someday you might depend on assistive technology someday you might need a, a screen reader someday you might get in a car accident like I did I was at the age of 14 I played lots of sports and basketball and baseball, and it was just, you know, I never considered accessibility at all. I never thought I would be blind. I never expected, you know, myself to get in a car accident, but 
here we are and, you know, things happen for a reason or whatever. But um, it, it's just something that's so important. And in this day and age, like I said, there's no reason why people shouldn't be able to access the technology that's around them. So I've started an Indiegogo campaign and I'm hoping that you'll join me and pledge to the Sonar Project's Indiegogo campaign. You can visit Indiegogo.com slash Sonar. So it's been up for five or six days now. Hopefully by the time you guys hear this, it may be have only been up for 10. Um, there's thir- It's a 30-day campaign. I'm looking to raise $20,000 to bring Sonar to the next level, to give it that fit and finish and polish to... Uh, make some of the source code better for uh, some of the um, accessible applications that we're currently using. And who knows, I might be able to even add some additional things onto Sonar. Um, But I really want to bring it to this next level. I feel like I've brought it as far as I can with what I have. And I just feel like I really need this this push to to get it to that next level to help with like the Raspberry Pi and to help with building Sonar mods for Android. So... If if you if you feel you want to join me on this campaign and bring accessible freedom to people around the world, this is a worthwhile campaign. Indiegogo.com slash sonar. And you can help out there's five dollar pledges, twenty-five, a hundred, five hundred, ten thousand. But you can even fill in your own pledge that you want to do. Uh so that that's more than welcome also. Um any any amount is highly appreciated, and even 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 more so um, if you can spread the word about the Indiegogo campaign. You know, you might you're gonna have to unfortunately hate a little bit of freedom to help promote this, but they have like Facebook likes and Twitter uh, tweets that are pre-populated. You can plus one it. You can also embed. They have some HTML code that you can embed on a website. Any of these things would be greatly appreciated. If the more that it gets tweeted, the more that it gets liked, the more it's plus one, uh, the more code that gets embedded. Uh, Indiegogo will feature the campaign on the front page, and that can make a huge difference. So, again, these are just some of the the ideas that I, I want to do. Some of the ideas I've been working on. Sonar currently does exist. You can download it. You can go to sonar-project.org. You can download it and see what it's capable of doing so far. Um, you know, please spread the word. Uh, any, any help is greatly appreciated. And, uh, I I just really want to get this to the next level. I, I, I want to bring this accessible freedom to people around the world because there is assistive technology that does exist, but it's extremely expensive and it's put out of the reach of people that actually need this software. Like I said, 90% of blind people live in developing countries. Most screen readers costs, from a thousand to twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars, depending on which one you're looking at, we they can't afford this. I can't afford that. Um, so the assistive technology does exist. There's magnification software. It's like eight hundred dollars. Uh, no, you know, no none of these people can afford these things. It's out of their reach. Some people can get it because they get some type of assistance in order to pay for it, or some governments might pay for assistive technology, but only for a number of people. So who's to decide who gets what and who doesn't? This way, with free software, GNU Linux, it'll be put into the hands of everybody. They won't have to depend on anyone supplying anything for them. You know, that's the whole reason why I started. I worked on getting the LXDE desktop accessible was because people in developing countries might not have great hardware. But now that Sonar is running on LXDE and it's accessible, now we can run on older hardware and get... get uh, Sonar into the hands of people that might have lower end hardware. 
Um, I'm also looking at making persistent installs for USB sticks. So even if these people uh, don't have a computer, they might have a friend that has a computer, they can bring their USB stick with a persistent install of sonar, pop it in the USB drive, and be able to boot off that and use the computer. You know, they can send emails and write documents and surf the web and all that stuff, and everything will get saved because it's on a persistent install on the USB drive. So this is just a number of things. And you know, again, back to the Raspberry Pi, they could even purchase a Raspberry Pi and have an accessible version of sonar for that. So, you know, these are the things that I want to do. And, and free software is what allows you and I to do this for these people. And, and, and even for myself, I myself depend on free software and assistive technology. So, and it's not, I mean, it, it's not, for me, it's, I can get, you know, proprietary versions of the software because I'm a college student. Uh, I run my own business and, you know, they would get me copies all day long. I refuse to get, to get copies of proprietary software. I don't use those things. They continue, they continue to offer them to me and I tell them no. And I don't, I don't use proprietary software. I choose not to. I could easily get free copies if I wanted to. And I choose not to. I choose to use free software because it's what I believe in and it's what I know can change the world with assistive technology. So I'm not sure if I'm ranting or not here, but it's just a passion of mine. And I, I truly believe in this. And if you can, please join me, Indiegogo.com slash Sonar. You can join, pledge. And again, if you can't pledge, if you can't pledge $5, $1, please spread the word. That's almost just as important. If we can get on the front page of um, the Indiegogo site, that'll be a huge help. It'll be greatly appreciated. If anyone has any questions at all, you can go to sonar-project.org. You can reach me. There's a contact page right there. You can reach me through that contact page. You'll easily find me. I'm on Google+. I don't really use Google+, because it's not accessible. You, but you can find me there, plus Jonathan Nato, and uh, you, you know you can try and reach me there. Um, I'm also on Identica. I'm Frostbite on Identica, so you can reach me there. Um, you can you can reach me through the Indiegogo site. Again, it's Indiegogo.com/sonar. Uh, please write blog posts about it, embed the code, uh, do whatever you can to spread the word. Like I said, it it, it would take you like one minute to uh, to do the plus one to tweet it and to like it on Facebook or whatever at the Indiegogo site. So Indiegogo.com/sonar. Again, thank you all for listening. Thank you for the Hacker Public Radio. Uh, podcast. It's it's greatly appreciated what these guys do, and it's amazing that they're able to put out you know an episode per day. It's all about the community, and uh, it's a fantastic community at that. So again, thank you all for listening. Thank you for uh, pledging, and uh, thank you for listening again. And again, if sonar-project.org, you can reach me there. Plus Jonathan on Google Plus, Frostbite on Identica, and uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you for pledging. And join me bringing accessible freedom to people around the world. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. 
All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.